Welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that is packed with stuff to do. Now, in this week's episode, we're going to the beach. Now, we're going to be learning about water safety with the Royal National Lifeboat Institution, a charity that saves lives at sea and learning how to make fresh water if we get stuck on a desert island. Very useful. And of course, there are events from across the country too. Now, my name's Robin. I'm in for Bex this week on Activity Quest as she is on her holidays. Now, you might have actually heard me on the weekend here at Fun Kids or on our brand new podcast, Stream It. Now, this is the podcast where myself and Connor sit down with some of the biggest celebs ever to chat about films, TV shows and what's streaming on services like Netflix, Disney+, Apple TV and more. Now, today you've joined me at the beach here in Cornwall. Now, it's a lovely sunny day. I've got lots of sun cream on, an ice lolly in hand, and I'm looking forward to paddling in that sea. I'm, of course, also keeping hydrated and drinking plenty of water. But have you ever wondered, what would you do if you were stuck on a desert island? Well, today's activity is all about survival. Now, humans need four things to survive. So they need shelter, food warmth and one more thing can you guess it i mean i definitely have gave you a clue before (laughs) yeah it's water now humans need water to survive in fact you can only survive three days without water compared to weeks without foods wow so today's activity is about how to make fresh water if you were in nature and had no fresh water to drink Meg has joined me on the beach and is going to show us how to make a solar still using the heat of the sun to create evaporation from salt water to fresh water, leaving the salt behind. Let's find out how it's done. Today I'm going to be making a solar still. It's something I remember my mum teaching me how to make when I was a child. And whilst I've never been stranded on a desert island and had to use this method to get my own fresh water, it is a useful and very fun skill to know. Now for this you're going to need a glass bowl, a small glass jar, something like an old jam jar will do, and cling film or a plastic bag. Obviously, if you're on a desert island, you'd have to make do with what was around, so you might be using things like an old Coke bottle that is washed up on the shore, maybe some banana leaves instead of a bowl. (laughs) So the first thing you're gonna do is fill a bowl with water. Now, if you're at the beach, you can use seawater, or if you're doing this at home, then get a bowl of water and mix in a few tablespoons of salt until it dissolves in the water. You want it to be like salty seawater. Now, if you were to drink seawater, it would make you very sick because of how salty it is. So even if you are really, really, really thirsty, you should never, ever drink seawater. That's why we're making a solar still that is going to turn seawater into fresh water. So get your bowl, it's filled with salty water and put the glass jar in the centre of the bowl without the lid on and push down. You don't want to get any of the salt water in the jar to make sure the water is not too full in the bowl. Cover it all with cling film and seal it tight and then put something heavy like a rock in the middle. Just make sure it doesn't break the cling film. Basically, what you want it to look like is the cling film over the bowl has a little dip in the centre where the jar is because you want the water to trickle down into the jar. So it needs just a little bit of a curve down. 
Place the solar still outside in the warm sun for a few hours or on a sunny windowsill. You'll start to see water droplets appear on the cling film and that is because the water has evaporated. So the water has evaporated, it's turned into like a mist, it's turned into a gas instead of a liquid. Um, if you go out on a hot day and you can feel like your face is getting wet, it might not be sweat, it might actually be the liquid from fresh water or seawater in the air. Um, so you've covered it with cling film, you've sealed it, you've put a rock in the middle and you've made sure it doesn't break the cling film and then you've left it in the sun and the water has started to rise in the bowl, turn into water droplets on top of the cling film. The weight at the centre then causes the water to run down towards the jar and collect in the jar. And after a few hours or when the sun has gone down, you can remove the cling film and see if water has collected in the jar. And now for the taste test. Does it taste salty? It should taste fresh. And that's because salt doesn't evaporate like water does. If you're on a desert island, you can use this technique to turn water from the sea into fresh drinking water. One of the main things that you need to survive on a desert island. Or if like me, you've never been on a desert island, you can just do it for fun. Here I am, I've made my own fresh drinking water from salty seawater. I've got to say though, it is a little bit warm. I could do with an ice cube or two. Wow, now I'm actually gonna try some of this water. Mmm, it does actually taste fresh. So now, if we were ever stuck on a desert island, we'd know exactly what to do to get fresh water. Now remember, whatever you get up to, whether it's making salty seawater into fresh water or maybe it's something else, we want to know. Share your results with us. You can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this and get in touch at funkidslive.com forward slash activity quest. Now I love the beach. One of my favourite things is going for a dip in the sea and collecting seashells. However, it is really important that we are safe when we swim in the sea or we go near water in general. Now, Sean is going to be chatting to the RNLI who save lives out at sea. First, though, Adam is going to tell us what's happening across the UK. Thanks, Robin. Yes, it's Lights, Camera, Science at Winchester Science Centre and Planetarium, where you can take a trip down memory lane and enjoy some of the Science Centre's best show themes and demos from the past 20 years, all with a retro 2002 twist. Learn about light, digital film and CGI. Let Star Wars lightsabers uncover the secrets of the light spectrum and be wowed by real magic as Harry Potter's spells explode into life. Head to Winchester Science Centre for more info. Meanwhile, Marwell Zoo have unveiled a world-first event featuring an all-new collection of 55 dinosaur sculptures. Brickosaurus Evolution showcases over 20 species made using more than 2 million toy bricks and will leave you in awe as you embark on an immersive adventure through the zoo. The interactive exhibition, which is on display alongside hundreds of resident endangered and exotic animals, is sure to excite families, toy brick and dinosaur enthusiasts alike. The event has taken professional builders at the Hampshire-based workshop of Brick Live International more than 9,000 hours to complete. Brickosaurus Evolution is included with general admission to the zoo and will be on display until the 4th of September this year. Book your tickets at marwell.org.uk. 
And finally, do you love fantastic Mr Fox? I bet you do. Take a visit to the Royal Doll Museum in Buckinghamshire and enjoy the Imagining Mr Fox exhibit to celebrate 50 years since Fantastic Mr Fox was published. You can see how creators such as Sir Quentin Blake have brought the character of Mr Fox to life over the years and look for hidden objects in the miniature version of the author's writing heart. How many will you manage to find? Just search Roald Dahl Museum. Now, the beach can be a great place to have fun on a sunny day, but it's also really important we stay safe. Now, the sea can be a very dangerous place. So when Sean caught up with RNLI, the RNLI have volunteer lifeboat crews who provide 24-hour rescue services in the UK and Ireland. Now, they do this to the people who are at risk of drowning at sea. And they also have seasonal lifeguards to look after people on busy beaches, just like, I guess you would say, the lifeguard that's at the beach today. So if you and your families, you're heading to the beach this summer, um, the first thing that you need to uh, remind your your parents, your guardians, the adults at home is try your best to go to a lifeguarded beach Um, because if you go to those places, there will be somebody there to watch you to make sure that you're safe. If you're going into the water, um, swim or bodyboard between the red and yellow flags. And the lifeguards put these out on the beaches. There's often two of them uh, to show you the space uh, in which to swim. Lifeguards also wear these colors so you can look out for them. So they, re- they wear um, yellow tops and red shorts. Uh, it's really important as well if you're going to the beach for the first time um, and perhaps you're new to the new to the place, um, agree a meeting place. It's really easy to get lost on a beach, um, so it's really important for, for you or any younger members of the family, um, agree a meeting place in case anybody gets lost. Um, now, going in the sea or going in a, um, a lake swimming, it, it's not like you're used to in the swimming pool if you go to them regularly. Uh, the water can be much colder than you think. Um, it's off, always moving, the water, uh, and it can be quite powerful if there's waves or currents. Um, cold water especially can take your breath away. So if you were to fall in or jump in quickly, um, cold water can give you a real shock. So it's really important you know what to do if that happens. And what do you do when that happens? Uh, so if you, uh, if you were to fall in uh, and you fall into cold water and you get that, uh, that cold shock response, it's really important that you float to live. And this is something uh, many of you might have learned when you were learning to swim. Uh, maybe you were learning to swim at the moment as well. Um, you hopefully have learned to float on your back. And to float on your back, you lie on your back You stretch out your arms and legs, you push your tummy up, and you you have to make sure that you keep your mouth and nose clear of the water, so tilting your head up and out. And you may need to move your hands and your feet around a little bit, a little bit of sculling um, to help you float. But this skill is really, really important, um, and it really could save your life. So if you were to fall in, float on your back, Get used to the temperature of the water, uh, catch your breath, and then think about what you're going to do next. And that might be, actually, you can swim to safety. You can swim back to the edge. Um, Or it might be that you need to get some help. So you might stick an arm straight up in the air and shout help as loud as you can, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners are pretty good at if if you were to encourage them. Oh, they're, they're, they're good at shouting. They're definitely experts. 
at shouting. So I guess that is that's a, that's a nice, useful tip to take if we're by any body of water, whether that be the sea or if we were going to go uh, swimming in lakes. Because I know that there's a lot of people who like going freshwater swimming at the moment. Um, uh, what would be your uh, advice for staying safe um, if you were going to go freshwater lake swimming? Mm, if you were going to go um, into yeah lake for the first time, say you're on, on holiday, um, it's really important, again, that you're aware of the, the temperature of the water. Um, also, think about what you're wearing before you get into the water. So if the water is going to be much colder, it's a really great idea to wear something like a wetsuit. Um, or if you're not a very good swimmer, it might even be important to wear something that can help you to float, um, like a, a life jacket or a buoyancy aid. Um, if you can, go with an organized group. Um, so if you're away on holiday, there's often loads of organized clubs that you can go along to um, or activity centers that, that introduce you to some of these activities. Uh, and there you'll have an instructor who can show you how to do it safely. Um, but it's really important uh, if you're going out into the great outdoors and um, you're getting involved with these activities, just make sure as well you take a means of calling for help. Uh, and what I'm talking about here is taking a mobile phone with you. So whether it's your own or your parents or guardians, make sure that you have a fully charged mobile phone with you um, so that if somebody does get in trouble in the water, you can call 999 and ask for the Coast Guard if you're at the beach or ask for the fire service if you're away from the coast. Um, so if you're at a lake uh, or any water waterside location, whether that's a river or a canal. And uh, if we and we've got some really good tips there on staying safe. So hopefully we won't need the following tips. But if we do find ourselves in trouble or maybe we see someone else who hasn't listened to Activity Quest this week and finds himself in trouble, what should we do? What, what are the do's and don'ts? Yeah, so I would say the, the most important thing, if you were just, let's say you're walking along um, the local canal and you see somebody fall in, maybe they're cycling along and they, they fall in. Um, as I say, it's really important, first of all, that you raise the alarm. So call 999 or find somebody else to call 999. Because even if they, they get themselves out of the water, um, they may need to be checked over by uh, a paramedic or, or somebody from um, a, a medical professional. Uh, it's really important. So if that person is in is is stuck in the water and they're not able to get out, it's really important that you do not go in after them. If they've jumped in and they've landed on top of something that's hidden beneath the surface, um, if you decide to jump in as well, you're not going to be able to help them anymore, and you you yourself could be putting yourself in danger. However, there are a couple of other things you can do to, to help that person. So often you'll see along um, riversides and on promenades, um, you'll see uh, public rescue equipment is what it's called. Um, these are often things like life rings, which are big red and white round rings. Um, and then sometimes you see, see things like throw lines as well. If you can see one of these, they're a great, way, a great thing to throw to somebody if they're in trouble in the water. Um, but really, your listeners, have a think about what else might float. Um, so I often encourage people to think about things like basketballs, footballs, rugby balls. Um, they're all great things you could throw to somebody if they're, if they're in trouble in the water just to help them keep their head up and out of the water like we talked about before. Um, so there's some things if you see somebody else in trouble in the water. Um, but the, the main thing is do not go in yourself and call 999 and raise the alarm as soon as you can. Excellent stuff. I reckon we are going to be all A-OK -okay 
this summer. And, you know, you can always come back to this part of the Activity Quest podcast to freshen yourself up, remind yourself of these ways of staying safe if you're by the water in the summer or the winter or whenever, whenever it is. Sam, thank you so much for coming on to chat to us. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Sean. And thanks to RNLI too. Remember, there are loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time you like. So if you are after more suggestions, just scroll back in the podcast app and pick an episode that you like. Whatever you do and however you do it, tell us, let us know at funkidslive.com forward slash Activity Quest. And remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever you're listening to it. I'm Robin and this has been a podcast from the UK children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen to Fun Kids on DAB Digital Radio online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. All you got to say, play Fun Kids! Oh, plus, don't forget to check out Mine and Connor's new podcast, Stream It, where we sit down with some of the biggest celebs ever. We chat about films, TV shows and what's streaming on the services. Just search Stream It wherever you get your podcasts. See you later. Listener.